Oh. Hey, Mike Will, give me a beat. Mike Will. Yeah. Sticks, homie, ate the kids home. Think what's now, swear the kid grown. Fly. I'm in fly mode, take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time, been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all, Tangeray got me feeling like hope, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. Hey, cute, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man, that's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike, hurt your cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold, I could drive my Murphy, a caffeine on the show, we the best out. There you go. Doc, in your mouth, money running like water, never drop. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gonna lease a king be out. Hurry up and buy, old dog, get out. Damn, <laughs> hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to service a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn, I thought I told you before, this caffeine morning show, let's go, yo, yo doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dog. it's caffeine morning show, smooth D, Q nice, Porsche, what up, you know what I'm saying, this how we, you know what, See, I flip the bars like a pie, move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred raps in 24, I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget I'm from Watsi, I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine, but he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> You, I got you. This is how we do. Caffeine morning show. Blah! AM Caffeine Show. It's your boy DOC. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, dog. Yes, sir. Uh, Smooth D by my side. No Porsche Coleman. You know, when we have. You know special guest A lot of times Portia doesn't stay And that's good Because she really doesn't have much to say anyway So we go ahead and send her on the way <laughs> Talk crap because she's not here AM Caffeine Show So as promised Like I said Or like we said on Friday um, Wow The guest that we have today Comes from have to say it's an iconic rap group man from the west coast at a time first of all you know kind of like the golden era of hip-hop and this group was like no other and talk about a group that just wanted to have fun like Anytime their records came on or anytime you saw them perform, it was just fun. Um, and because of that group, you have by far one of the most iconic rap figures ever. I'm talking ever. 
ever. And Tupac. But without Digital Underground, I don't know if we would know Tupac like that. The one and only Money Bees in the damn building. In the building! What the The one and only Money Bees, gosh dang it. Money B, what's up? What's happening? <laughs> uh, Money B has a, a, a new project. Um, Several bunch, new projects. Bunch of cool features. He has a new single with um, Too Short. Too Short. So we're going to get into that. Um, but of course, and I'm sure, you know, Money B, you get hit with every damn Tupac question there could possibly be because you were there from, you know, the reason we know Tupac is because of just the work that Digital Underground did. Right, right, right. Um, first and foremost, what did you think about All Eyes on Me? I thought it was a good movie, actually. And, um, you know, I've, I've seen it a few times and, and always... Or let me say, when I first saw it, um, I wasn't sure. I was, I was, I didn't know if I could be unbiased uh-huh. about it because you know I, I do play myself in the movie, and and actually, the portion where they, sh- you know, the scenes that they shot that he was with Digital Underground, I was actually a consultant right. for those scenes. So, you know, I was there as they were filming it, and right. watching it come together. And I, th- I thought that I, you know, I did the best that I could to, to keep the integrity and make sure that the things that I knew happened happened right. the way that they did. Um, so when I saw it, but I was I was I was pleasantly surprised that I I loved it because it just reminded me of um, the parts that I wasn't there for. Uh-huh. It was like I remember all the stories that Pac used to tell me about being in Baltimore before we before we met him. Right. And the stories he used to tell me about his mom, and I was seeing all this. Play before me on the screen. Right now, understandably, um, obviously, you know, you hear all the noise about people saying, "Well, this didn't happen, that didn't happen, and how come this and that?" Well, it's a movie, right? So, so you have to, yeah. Exactly. So at the believe end of the it or not, there's yeah. no movie you've ever seen in your life that was a hundred percent. Yeah, and and I always say, if if you want to see a movie that's that everything is accurate and it happened exactly like the way it happened in real life. It's called a documentary. Right. That's the mm-hmm. only way that you'll see that. Right. So, you know, I think, but, but you have to understand that Tupac fans are passionate. And so it's going to be scrutinized. Everything is a little, is a little turned up. <laughs> right, you know right. what I'm saying? Because, Man. you know, we, we know um, what happened, like people that compare it to say straight out of Compton, which was, which was a great movie as well. But people don't know that um, Digital Underground basically came from NWA. Right. You know, H. And Gregory, who started, you know, who was our first manager yes. who signed to label, he got his money from role managing with NWA. Right. So we were around NWA, and, you know, some sometimes. So a lot of the things that I saw in that movie didn't happen exactly, exactly. like it happened. Right. And I know people that were very close to the situation who were, you know, they had their thoughts and were a little upset, but it was still a great movie. Right. And people that didn't know or speculating, we watched it just as a movie. It's a little different with Tupac because mm-hmm. I always say that, you know, Jesus Christ could have played Tupac in the movie and it would have been good enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> People would still have some complaints. They would have problems. They'd be like, he didn't wear red sandals. Right. <laughs> he had on Nikes. Right. Those were from 1997. 
So, I mean, that, that's to be understandable. But but really, if you haven't seen it, go see it and judge it for yourself. It's a good movie. I, I, I mean, I, I first and foremost want to give props to the homie L.T. Hutton. Because trying oh, to yeah. just it's get it. Dog. You know how hard it is to get a movie made? Right. Let, let alone after getting it made, it going to the big screen. That's a whole nother um, obstacle that you have to get over after getting it made. So the fact is, that he was able to do that, I give L.T. Hutton props. This is what I want to say, you know about LT and Benny Boom is that because I was there on set, I seen how much they worked to get it right. right. You know what I mean? They totally respect Tupac's legacy and, you know, the whole the whole team, the whole production team, everybody on set, they did everything and worked as hard as they could to get it as close as, close as, as they could. As they could. Right. But remember it's you know, Tupac did a lot. And so it's, a, it, it's such had a, a short amount a, of time. A two and a half hour movie. You know, and right. understandably, I think the only people that really have a right to to complain or really speak out are the ones, and this is understandable, the ones who were involved in this life that didn't get shown at all. Mm-hmm. But you can't get You can't it, get everything can't, in, can't, in that short amount of time. Do it all. And, and so I think they did the best they could to condense and kind of give you a glimpse into his whole life. Another thing is, if you're of age, we all know what happened. Right. So it's not like you're going to learn anything <laughs> new because the movie is pretty much taken from interviews that Tupac did. Mm-hmm. So everything that you see on the screen, you can go on YouTube and, and find, find Tupac it. actually speaking about occurrences that happened. Right. Now, sometimes, like, you know, say, for instance, you know, Atrin as his manager in the movie, well, he, Tupac had several managers, but we couldn't introduce a manager every 10 minutes in the movie. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and build, you know, it's Indeed. like you have a manager, then 15, 20 minutes later, some new guy, hey, Pac, I just picked up the money. You're like, who is this Who's guy? Who's the dude, right. So, you know, he kind of had one manager character that played the role of the several managers right. that were in the movie. And, you know, I know that, um, you know, Watani, who was one of the managers, I seen him on set. So, you know, he, people that know, know. So if you're not, you know, I understand, you know, the family or people that were close to him that weren't portrayed in the movie. You can't please everybody. Can't. And then I also say that there's room for everybody to make their Tupac movie. Right. You know, there will be more Tupac movies because Tupac did so so much. So much. And and this was just kind of like a broad stroke of kind of just taking you through the timeline of his life. Now, someone is going to, you know, like, say, for instance, if I decided to make a movie, I could make a whole movie of just the time period he was with Digital Underground. Right. Because that was a lifetime's worth of occurrences. Right. The same way someone could make a make a movie about, you know, Ray Love could do about the time when he came, when he came to Santa Rosa and Marin and was with Strictly Dope and lived in the jungle. And wow. then Mike Cooley, you know, we didn't know him then, but... That's a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the death row shit is, is a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You can do Tupac, the 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 adolescent years. Mm-hmm. You know, some chick who met him, had sex without a rubber and thought she was pregnant. <laughs> right. And, you know, My Night with Tupac. <laughs> That's a movie. Right. You understand? Right. It can be written up and, and we can go through her growing up and why she got beaten, how she ended up meeting them and what happened that one night. Right. And it was crazy. Right. You know, because I can sit here and talk about, I can tell you Tupac stories for the All next day. three hours. Right. That's a movie. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Um, from the inception of Digital Underground. Right. Who were who were the originals from day one? 
from digital when digital underground was. When put you say together. day one, you know, specific day one since since we released the record or day one day one day one when it was put together before there was an album and you guys are putting the group together. Who were the members at that time? Uh, I want to say it was when the group was put together or formed. Um, well, I think when it was conceptualized, um, Shock was probably still in Tampa. Okay. And it was, uh, you know, Kenny K, rest in peace, you know, Shock G. And then he had a crew of people, but the actual group was put together. The, the original members were Shock G and Chop Master J. Okay. Jimmy Dright. Those were the original members. Okay. Um, they, they, they had a record called Underwater Rhymes and He Likes a Cartoon which was a single that they put out in 1988. Around the same time, myself and DJ Fuse, we were Raw Fusion in the Bay Area. Uh, so we were Raw Fusion before we were in Digital Underground. Right, mm. right. So we got pulled in after. The group actually had a single out and we're rocking. We're like we were doing talent shows in the same... Same like, area. Same area. But, you know, Fuse, he was like the hottest DJ and they wanted the DJ. So they courted him, but... He was my man. He was like, yo. Yeah, if I go, he's yeah, coming with me. Yeah. Like, right. Like, everybody say they do it, but he did it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that's why I'm, I'm in the group. Like, me and Shock, we didn't grow up together. We're not even the same age. You know, our, our relationship started out strictly a business music relationship. Right. We grew close. During, just from working together. Right. But, but, you know, you have to understand, we've always had different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the homeboy that you grow up with and you hang out. It's like, yeah, it's a different. You know, you come in to work with. You know, I'm sure when this is over, you guys go your separate way. Go your separate right, ways, right? Because I don't want to see him. Yeah, next week. but that, that but that doesn't mean you don't love each other. It's kind of like your cousin that lives across right. town. Right. You might not see him for three years, but when y'all get together, it's, it's all good. All yeah, it's all love. You just fall right in. Where right. is that? So, you know, me and Shock were never like homeboys like that. You know, it was a working relationship that became a working family relationship. Right. So, you know, to answer your question, it was Shock G and Chop Master J were the original members. Kenny K, by association, but that's who Shock was down with in Tampa. He came out to the Bay shortly after it was formed, around the time that um, me and Fuse were getting in the group. And he, he passed away shortly afterwards. Okay. But Kenny K is the guy, he was rap- he rapped on um, Your Life's a Cartoon, and I think he rapped on... Danger Zone that's on Sex Packets album. Okay. But he never got to see the success that of, the group had. Right. Um, but for all intents and purposes, the original members from how you guys know Digital Underground to be formed is um, Shock G, Shot Master J, DJ Fuse, and myself. And yourself. Right. Tupac comes in when? Tupac comes in after, um, you know, our first single when the group constructed, as, as I just mentioned, was Do What You Like. Right. And that was a single deal we had with Tommy Boy, which, um, you know, basically the deal was if it sells a certain amount of records, then we can do the album. Mm-hmm. Well, it did well, but it did really well in Europe. And we were uh, more popular in Europe before we were popular in the States. So we actually tour for like two months in Europe, in Europe. Wow! before okay. you guys even pretty right. much knew who wow. else. Right. Do What You Like was out, but the Humpty Dance wasn't out. So we weren't okay. really a big, we weren't a big group here in the States. Mm-hmm. But we were huge. Overseas. In like Germany, UK, France, and all that shit. So we was out there rocking for a while. When we came back, when we were getting ready to go on our first 
U.S. tour right when Humpty Dance hit and was going, Tupac, who was also signed to TNT Records, you know, first with a group called Strictly Dope with Ray Love and Diz, they broke up. Um, Tupac was retained as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. But when we were getting ready to go on tour, Tupac was getting ready to quit because things weren't happening fast enough. Right. You know, like, Pac was around when we did the What You Like and all that. He was around, but he was part of another group. Mm-hmm. But we were still part of the same family. Right, family. So, Atron was like, you know, we're going to lose him. Can he go out on the road with you guys and just to do whatever you need him to do? Right. I just want to get keep him busy. So, he doesn't quit. So, he doesn't quit. We right. know he's a talent. You know, we haven't found the right thing. You know, we don't have a deal for him yet. But we know he got something. Right. Just take him out with you. And Shock agreed to do it. And um, he came out and, he, you know, his personality and, and, and the way that he freestyled after every show, he kind of built a name for himself mm-hmm. being out on the road. So, you know, we out with, um, you know, first two tour, first tour was with Big Daddy Kane and Latifah and uh, I think Kid and Play. And then we did the, the Public Enemy tour with Kwame and, and all of these groups that we toured with would all be like, who is this kid? Wow. He can, he can freestyle like a motherfucker. You know right, I mean? <laughs> you know, and, he, and he, he just had that personality and charisma. When he's in the room, the tension was on him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it came around to doing the um, same song, like we had got, a, we had left our second tour, I believe. I believe it was the second tour, and we had the opportunity to do the um, the song, you know, same song for the for the movie, for the Dan Aykroyd movie, Nothing But Trouble. And by then, um, Pac was full fledged part of the crew. Right. So when it was time to do this, this was the next recording. Mm-hmm. And so obviously Shock pulled him in. Right. And we got down like that. Wow. And like the rest is history. Um. So question, at, when, when he goes solo, and I don't know if you would even know this answer, but when he goes solo as Tupac, that's through Interscope, right? Is that correct? Yeah, he signed the Interscope. What, was there any involvement in, in his project from like Shock G or from you guys as a solo artist? Obviously. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, what happened was he got his deal. He had a deal with Interscope Records, right? Atron got him a deal with Interscope. Um, Raw Fusion, which was myself and DJ Fuse, we had a deal with Hollywood Basic. There was another group within our crew called Gold Money, mm-hmm. um, Pee Wee and Big Money Otis. Pee Wee actually went on to to produce and record with the Dangerous Crew with Too Short. And he's currently now back with us and touring with Shock G with the Shock G Trio. But anyway, um, so there was there was Tupac, Raw Fusion, Gold Money, and uh, Digital Underground was recording the second album, Sons of the Peak. Mm-hmm. So Atrian just basically rented um, Starlight Studios out 24-7 for like two months. Wow. So we had the studio just 24 hours a day between our crew. So if eight hours of a Raw Fusion se- session and Tupac was the next one, mm-hmm. we kind of just hang out. Right. He'd come early, hang out in our session, or I'd stay behind and hang out in his session. And of course, Digital Underground, it was all of us. Uh-huh. Whoever was the next session, it, it just the party just continued. Right. So we were always in each other's session. And, okay. um, Actually, um, Pee Wee produced, uh, I think he produced Young Black Male, which was the first song on Tupacalypse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Shock G produced, uh, he produced a couple of songs on that. Like, it was it was done within our crew. Right. That, who, that who whole pro- album was produced within our within our crew. Who produced uh, Brenda's Got a Baby? 
Big D, Deion Evans, rest in peace. Okay. Passed away. And that was that was my guy that oh, I grew Big up with. Big D is a homie. Yeah, yeah, Big D. yeah, yeah. Big I D know produced. Big D. And yes. um, you know, I actually went to school with, with Big D, and I actually put them together. And mm. Deion actually became Tupac's first DJ as well. Right. So, um, Big D produced. Uh, Britain's got a baby. He produced when my homies calls. He produced changes. He produced. He produced a bunch. Of right. You know what I mean? And um, you know. Speaking of that song, you know, that's Dave Hollister singing, the the, the male singer uh-huh. in there. And then the female is Ronice Levias, who was also in Digital Underground. Right. Uh, uh, singer. Okay. So it was kind of like we would just be in each other's session. And if you listen listen to that album, listen to it closely, a lot of the background vocals, I'm on there. Right. Because right. I just was in there. Right, just like, there. We need, yeah. we need somebody to do this. Right. You know, that's why I got on that song. That's not our problems. Right. Because I was sitting there. <laughs> right. Like, man, say this part. Uh-huh. Or if you listen to Violent, I'm... When I'm talking in between the whatever, it's just because I was in the studio. In the studio. Just kicking it. Right. Wow. So, um, Money B's with us, AM Caffeine Show. So, did, did we want to? Did we want to go to a mix, or do we want to just keep throwing Money B? Got so much stuff to talk about. Man, y'all better get me while I'm here. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> don't no, no, that's don't right. cheat yourself. That's treat yourself. yourself. Goddammit. <laughs> in this beer. Um. So here's a question for Money B. Sure. As far even talking about like Tupac's first album and Word. Digital Underground's involvement. Oh, fun fact. Um, Trapped, his first single, yeah. yes. was written by Ray Love. Ah. So now you hear that, and which which I always laugh at these clowns who, oh man, somebody wrote your hook. You, you got a ghost right? You, you're not. Okay, so Tupac is not a real MC. Right. Now that right. you know that somebody wrote something for him. Right, right. It's bullshit. Right. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Um, so I guess so. The question was in the sound that was going on. What was done for Tupac's album? Digital Underground's sound was something. It was a signature sound when you because right. you were speaking even of Sons of the P. But that first album, um, with Sex Packets and all that, Freaks of the Industry, which is one of my favorite songs. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> uh-huh. But. You guys were tapped into this sound that was not very prevalent in hip hop at the time, other than, you know, what, you know, Dre and those guys were doing with the G Funk stuff. But. Well, we were doing it. There wasn't no G Funk there. It, that's my point. Right. So, where did that influence come from? I mean, well, obviously with Shock, he was a huge Parliament Funkadelic mm. fan, so the funk was in him. And But the thing about Digital Underground. It's funny because people say you have the, you had this sound, but if you listen to Sex Packets and then you listen to Sons of the P and then you listen to Body Hat Syndrome, really, they're different. Mm-hmm. And what we always say with Digital Underground, the only thing constant with Digital Underground is change. Because mm-hmm. Shock was the type of producer is that he never wanted to do what he already did. Mm-hmm. And actually, that, that, that ended up being what got us dropped from Tommy Boy mm-hmm. because the songs that we were successful with they wanted us to keep They're making doing those that same yeah. songs right. yeah. and you know Shock wasn't with that you feel me so he 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 purposely went far left with you know in my in my opinion we never had this this real discussion about it but it was so different you know we did Humpty Dance they actually wanted to give him a give Humpty an album deal right and he's like oh, I don't want to do that you know mm-hmm. I want to keep making fresh music we did kiss you back which was another huge test they they were like make more of those uh-huh. but right. it's like we already did that you know you got to remember at the, back in those times for 
younger people who don't remember, um, there used to be a time when you had to be original in hip hop. <laughs> you wouldn't be respected. Hmm. Speak on it. No, I'm, and, I, and I say that because they, they, they really don't know. And this is not any disrespect to anything, but I'm saying that. You know, there was a time when you you know you got the side eye if you sounded like somebody. Absolutely. Whereas Absolutely. when 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 hip hop became a multi million and later a billion dollar business, then the corp- the companies were like something was a hit. The same way that Tommy Boy wanted us to keep making those. You know, True MC is like, nah, I'm not just I'm not going to keep doing the same thing. Right. But when 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 this money's on the table, okay, we need another one of that. Let's find a dude to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Right. You feel me? They don't they don't respect the culture or the music. They just mm-hmm. want the money. So they'll they'll come in and how do you do it? And copy it. Mm-hmm. So then it became the norm to if 50 cents a hit, let's find yeah, 10 more 50, 50 cents. Right. Migos is rocking. 30 more Migos. Right. You understand? With no shame. Right. They just do it. <laughs> no shame. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So, but it was a different time back then where, you know, you really, really had to be original like you know let me tell you a story like um people don't know that shock originally wanted digital underground to be like kind of this militant socially conscious group that's why if you listen your life's a cartoon he was going down that path a little bit you know we're still gonna have fun but he wanted that to be the main thing that he was known for wow. uh shortly afterwards public enemy came out uh-huh. and it was like up oh, somebody did it uh-huh so that, that's where we were back then. You couldn't do what somebody, somebody else was did. doing, right? You know what I mean. You 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 may can borrow and alter it, but you couldn't just do what somebody. If somebody has has a, a thing or a lane or whatever you, you want to call you gotta it, switch lanes. Yeah, because you're gonna you know you're gonna get you're gonna be a biter, basically. <laughs> um, in your opinion, was Shock G difficult to work with? Because I would I would always kind of hear stuff like that. Difficult to work with? I wouldn't say that. I think that, you know, Shock G, he had his, he had a vision of what he wanted. And that's not difficult, you know, because I had a vision the way I wanted. Tupac had his vision of the way he wanted. But this underground is Shock G's... Brainchild. Brainchild. He, right. You know, it's his was he, what I mean, was, it, was he open to, hey, God, you know, if you had an idea... Most definitely. He was to open to implementing that, or was he just so stuck? Like, okay, this is not, how I see it, and that's all. what it is. Okay, that's why we were all we would all shock would make the beats, and he would give everybody the beat and say, "What do you guys think? What do you have for it?" And either he'd had if he if he had an idea, we get in, and if we say, "You know what, it sound dope right here," he'll go get in there and try it. Right. Mm-hmm. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't. You might not be on that thing. Right. <laughs> but, but I don't. I didn't see it difficult like it. It wasn't difficult to work okay. with him. I Meaning, he was he 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 wanted you to bring ideas, right? You know, because because our whole thing was like this. Underground was more like a production team than it was a group, a rap a, group, a rap group. Because we all, it's almost like to get in it, you had to have something else going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Raw Fusion. We joined knowing that eventually we would have our own thing. Mm-hmm. Tupac came into the group to do whatever he needed to do to catapult him to to do his own thing. Right. You know, and that and that was the beauty of it. That's why, you know, the beauty and, and I guess the curse, you know, later to find out is that Shock was the only one that signed to Tommy Boy. But Ooh. purposely so, so that anybody he brought in... Was it work, like a work for hire type situation? De- de- definitely. Absolutely like that. So even though you were part of Digital Underground, it was... it. 
He was the only one that was signed. He to was the only label. one signed. Him and I, I believe Jimmy, the How, two original guys. But this helped us because it allowed us all to go get deals. And so and, and no, whatever deal we got, it was always in our contract that we couldn't be stopped from working with this. With the underground. So now, being a work for hire in digital underground, how did that work from a financial standpoint? So if you guys are doing shows and things of that nature, money is coming in, it's not divided equally, right? No. Because you're work for hire. So right. it, was it, it a certain amount, whatever that amount is, and this is what you're paid no matter what? The amount of money that's brought in. Um, if that's the way that he wanted it, it would have been that way. Uh-huh. It was it was totally shock in Atrium's decision. Well, ultimately shock's decision, but shock in, um, I believe shock always wanted and tried to be fair. Okay, you know, um, at the end of the day, you know, no matter who you are, you you always feel like your contribution is is. A great contribution, right. and you want to be compensated. But the reality of it was is that he was the one that was signed. You know, he he got now. As far as our publishing, I was just going to ask that question. That, How did that was go? that was that was distributed. How it was supposed to be? How it was supposed to be? Okay. And it would always mm-hmm. be like, hey, you did this. He say, all right, is you know, twenty percent of the song, forty percent, ten percent. And we all go. Everybody got yeah, your that's splits. That's not about right. We right. got our splits. Right. Yeah. Okay. We got our splits as far as the publishing. Right. But um, as far as um, advance, advance. They say artist advance. Yeah, we didn't get the. We you didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Nah, that was all, bro. Right. <laughs> you couldn't even hit him with a let me hold something though. <laughs> if you did, he he was he would give it to you. Right. But we didn't see that advance. Right. You know. And then show money, like you said, you just kind of just... Uh, yes, yeah, it was however we it was how, negotiated. How, right. You know, but it, it wasn't like we could say no. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This cool? We could say... Uh, <laughs> not really, but... You know uh, what I mean? But, and, and like I said, he, I, I, I believe Shock always tried to be fair. Okay. So it wasn't like, man, this motherfucker. Right. It was never like that. It was just like the reality of it was, it was his shit. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, Raw Fusion, you guys end up getting a deal. Hollywood Basic. With Hollywood Basic. Oh. And that was, so being in Digital Underground helped fuse that, even though you had Raw Fusion before, right? Being in Digital Underground, did that now allow Raw Fusion to go get a situation for a substantial, yes. substantial amount of money of and all that, right? Right, right. Of um, because because they, after you know after this you know when, when something's successful, everybody wants a piece of it, right? Right. So if you can't if you can't totally duplicate it, the best the next best thing is to get something from it, absolutely, and be able to capitalize on the success of it. So we were we were hot. That's why we, we all got deals mm-hmm. around the same time because mm-hmm. we were you know. At the top of where you know right. of what we were doing, right? So you know we all struck. How many albums did you put out through Hollywood Basic? Two, through two, and Hollywood Basic was that through Hollywood that was through, Records, Hollywood Records through Disney, which was owned by Disney, owned by Disney, right? Right. Itself, because okay. imagine the freak of the industry <laughs> recording for Disney, right? Recording for and Mickey I, and, Mouse. And, well, well, I heard well. Mickey Mouse was a freak, though. And, I didn't hear Minnie was a freak. <laughs> And this this is what this is will t- this is what will tell you about that situation is that they they signed us 
And when I started recording there, they started to have problems with some of the lyrics and the material. Mm -hmm. And that immediately told you that they signed us just because they wanted a piece of digital underground, underground yeah. not really paying attention to what I was really about. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? They because, just moved up the up. Yeah, because, you know, we all we all had our personalities because people say, well, why is Raw Fusion so different from digital? Or why is Tupac so different from the original digital? Because we all have our, what we wanted to express, mm -hmm. but we came together for a common cause, which is what, which, what was Shock's original vision. So we would... We would support it and, and lend what we had to the song. But when it's time to do us, we was doing, doing us. you, right. You know what I mean? Like I said, you know, Shock comes from, you know, Parliament. He was a huge Parliament Funkadelic and George Clinton fan. That was his thing. You know, he's a hip-hop, but, he, you know, old-school hip-hop. I was more of the hip-hop dance hall. I was a huge dance hall reggae guy. You know what I mean? And and and, and really a... a, a a, a hip hop purist kind of dude, mm -hmm. you know. So I brought that. Fuse was a hip hop guy, but he also had, you know, some a record collection of a lot of rock records and things that that I hadn't been exposed to. Right. You know, and, and me growing up with my parents listening to funk and soul, you know what I mean. And so you just had a little bit of all that. Was, and 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 Shopmaster J Jimmy, you know, his 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 dad was a jazz musician, so he came from a jazz background. So you bring all of that together, man. That's what that's what Digital Underground was. Right. But heavy on the phone because it was shocked thing. Right. So now, Raw Fusion, at what point, Money B, do you start to get involved with um, adult content as far as... <laughs> Uh, Smooth D, this is really your lane a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where does all that start for you getting involved in that industry? Well, you know, I was kind of built for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, it's funny because, you know, I always said that uh, porn stars, strippers, and rappers, we all keep the same hours. You right. know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. You know, it was always partying together, and we, we spoke the same language, so to speak, up all night. Get it go, in. Go hard. Right. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and wake up when you want to kind of situation. But um, we had, I, I think originally we got booked to do um, the AVN convention in 99. Um. And um, friends of mine who actually put that together would always tell me like, man, you know, you guys would be perfect. Or telling me like, man, you should really get into this industry. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you win at it. You know what I mean? Like you, you're perfect. You, you had a personality, you could do it, and I know the ladies love you, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I just never really took it serious until um, really 2000, 2001, when um, my cousin Cleve's actually in Digital Underground as well, and I'll be talking about him for some other projects we got going on now, but he really came to me and was like, dog, let's do it. Right. And that's when it kind of became real to me. So it was first put into my, my, my head around 1999, but we didn't really bring it to fruition till 2001. Right. You know, shout out to Big Swab, Triple X. What up, Swab? What up, Swab? What up, Swab? Swab was the one that actually, when we really got into it, he was almost like our, our concierge. <laughs> yeah, he's you the gateway. I mean? He's the gateway. You know, he he, he he was he was the one that bought us our first talent. Right. You know, he helped us collect it and showed us kind of, you know, the ropes, sort of, so to speak. What was the name of that first project? Uh, Sex in the Studio. 
bam, sex episode in the city. Episode one, episode two, you got to see so, it. Oh, I, you got so, to see it. So all the all the stories you want to know about, I'm gonna give you one, Doc. Sure. I'm finally about to give, give you, you a give story. me something. Oh yeah. So I had a homeboy who uh, they stayed like Lost Feelings, some like up in the hills. My boy J Mo's from St. Louis, shouts out. So I remember going to his crib, right? We would always do parties. Now it's naked. Sometimes. <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> but they were actually shooting a scene for that movie there. <laughs> At where? It's it's like up in Los Feliz somewhere. Talking about somewhere. the party we had, the big yeah, it's se- like the Sex Olympics. Yeah, man. Yes. Hilarious, man. So you might you gotta some... see Sex in the Studio yeah. episode one. Okay, the yeah. Sex Olympics. Because yeah. I'm not really into it. Was the sex extravaganza? I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it now. Just say that. <laughs> man, listen though, you don't gotta watch it for the sex. We had great interviews. Okay, they did. You know, it was like like Playboy magazine. Like, that exactly. Great articles. And nice, pretty pictures. So, I might, I might be in the background of one of them scenes. Because I got a shot of everybody in that thing. So, are you still involved? And in, do you still do that kind of stuff? Still, or um, not as much? Well, you know what? Uh, we actually stopped releasing adult films. I want to say, uh, I think maybe 2006 was our last one. Okay, but. We kind of stayed close to it, you know, because mm-hmm. the roots and actually some of the business dealings that I'm doing now are from relationships that I built in the adult industry. Right. You know, because, excuse me, um, part, you know, with the Internet and everything, the, the industry kind of shrunk a little right. bit, like music. Right. right. You know what I mean? And Indeed. some some people got out, but it's still a business. So, you, you know, in- you can get, you know, if you can run a business, you can run a business. So a lot of people got out and did other things. So some of the things that I'm doing now, I'm actually doing business with people that I did business with in the adult. Was it lucrative at the time when you were involved in it? Very. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Money. I missed that one. <laughs> AM Captain Bitch Show. better have my money. <laughs> Shouts out to AMG. Money Beats with it. So now Money B has, like he said, several projects. Word. Um, but he has a new single featuring uh, Too Short. Well, it's money being Young Hump. And Young Hump. So now, who is Young Hump? Young Hump was chose by the nose. Okay. Mm. And and I say that to say, you know, a lot of people see Young Hump and they're like, wait a minute. Well, Young Hump is the newest member of Digital Underground. Okay. Handpicked by Shock G and Humpty Hump. And he actually plays Shock G and Humpty Hump in the movie. Oh. I was gonna say that dude looked just yeah. like, and he Humpty. has the mannerisms and everything. That's because yeah. he, he he studied under Shock G for many years. So mm. Shock is the one that actually introduced him to me. When Shock decided to kind of take a hiatus and lay back, and we weren't doing things together, but he was like, "Man, Mun, you got to meet this guy." He, and and I groomed him so when we do come together, I can just be Shock G. Because Humpty Hump has always been just a character. He's just a character, True. the same True. way Batman is. You know how, or 007, there's a new person that plays it right. in each movie. Mm-hmm. So people don't know the reason that we were able for so long to have people believing that it was two people is that when we would do shows or even certain videos, we would have different people being Humpty. Like, right. Shock has a brother. Yeah, I remember. Shout out to Kent. Uh-huh. He's Humpty. He he, he, he plays Humpty in the uh, same song video. Mm-hmm. He actually toured with us and he was Humpty on stage. There was other, another uh, Webby. Who was who would do shows and do Humpty, you know? So Humpty's always been another person here and there, right? You know what I mean? So, but 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 this is Young Hump, 
Uh-huh. So this is new blood. Right. A, a, a definitely a disciple of Humpty Hump. A, wow. A, a descendant, so to speak. But he's he's the new the new blood. The new blood. Yeah. So he's young Hump. But even though when we do shows, he performs the Humpty parts right. in the show. But we we've we we've, we've recorded like over thirty songs. And this is this is and he spits. Right. But so is there a release date for the album? For which album? Because there's there's two. There's but let's just talk about Money Being Young Hump. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the single is um Come Here, which features two short. Too short. Uh right now we don't have a release date for the album. As everybody knows, this is a singles driven market now. Maybe. So we're we, we do have several um singles that's already locked and loaded and ready to go. This is the first one. So we're gonna release singles and kind of Build build the brand slowly. Build the momentum. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and when it, we'll know when it's time. Right. We have it ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So we, if we get if this blows up and we hot, it's like, all right, do it. Let's we do got, it. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. All right. So we got that. AM um, Caffeine Show. So Smoothie, let's play. Let's play it. Let's play, let's come play here. this. Uh, come here, brand new joint. Money. Can B. I introduce it, please? Please do. Right now, world. Repping that bass all day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> This is Money Being Young Hump featuring Too Short and Four Racks produced by the Mechanics. Come here. Come here. There it is. Come here. Brand new joint. Let it go. Hang that thing. The, 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 the Mechanics. Come here. I swear you can get it right. right. Got a sweet overlook in the city lights. See my table, have a seat for the best time. Flipping way before Urk or step five. Uh-huh. I can make you the queen of the function. Do it all night, drop you off at your pumpkin. Better make your mind up, this the last call. Last call a dip in a rocket ship and blast My off. love, my love, come here. First floor, deck three, deck three. Our room is our room. You take me, take me. I just want a hundred dollars. So pull your pick down and I'm gonna do the knowledge. What up, what up, what I say, come here. Hands on your rear, undo Brazil, my love, my love. When you wear my Raider hat, ask for the deep, you know what I'm gonna say to that. Come here, 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 Got his ex-girlfriend Swelling on my swelling like a whirlwind Deep, 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 Merlin Sexy like a named Merlin You don't wanna leave her alone Every time I see her out, I'm bringing her home If we in the same car, shit, give me, give me chain of hoes But I get my pimping on I put the work, make her soup Till it hurts I'ma keep one hand in your purse Cause girl, you gotta quench my pimping thirst Come here, 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 come Young Hump? No, it's Money B Money and Young B Hump. Money B and Young Hump featuring Too short, short and Four Racks. Got you, Four Racks. Produced by the Mechanics. Boy, that got that that Bay Area. You got it. Hyphy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's something we can't hide, man. Right. It is what it is. But it gets you moving. Yes. Uh, it gets you moving. Shout out to uh, DJ Lala Land rocking with us uh, on this Wednesday. Thank you for what playing up, Lala? that. Lala's up in here. 
So, video to that? What's going on? Um, we are going to shoot a video to it. Okay. <clears throat> and we, we're planning it right now. Right now. Yes, sir. Um, so, Money sent me a bunch of bunch of songs that I got a chance to. I didn't get a chance to listen to everything, but I kind of looked over the playlist. And- yeah, let me explain that. Please. Um, what you just heard is from the Money Being Young Hump. Project. project and and like I said, that's that's the next offering from the Digital Underground camp. Okay. And as we know, Digital Underground, we have like you said, we have fun and we like to bug out. So that's what we're gonna do. Now that the album that I sent you is actually the soundtrack to my new book. Okay, I have a book. It's an autobiography, um, Hype Man, The Money Bee Story, and it's about my life. So the soundtrack is a compilation of songs where each and every song on this album, you know. A, it's a, it's actually a Money B album. It's, it's my soundtrack, and but all the songs are either directly situations or things pertaining to my views and my thoughts on my real life. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that album is a different mood. Um, so like I said, you listen to each song is actually about something that really happened with me. Mm-hmm. I speak about things that happen or my opinion on on real situations, and um, you know on the album we got a. Uh, uh, Crazy Bone, uh, Co-187 from Above the Law. Oh, Hutch. What up, Hutch? Yeah, Big Hutch. What it do? Uh, Raz Cash, uh, Planet Asia, Tri-State, um, The Outlaws, Four Racks, who you heard on the other joint. Um, who else is on there? It's a, it's a, you know, it's a nice little... I mean, you said... The fact that you said Chuck D. Yeah, Chuck D mm. on that thing. Um, so, and, and, and the thing about it, let me, let me finish, is... This album is basically an album that I'm giving people away free if they purchase my book. Right. So, okay. So now, the book. When when does it come out? Um, I'm going to announce the release date very soon, but you can pre-order the book on the website, and that's uh, www.hypemanthebook.com. Okay. Hypemanthebook.com. Okay. And when you... When you pre-order the book, you actually get the soundtrack instantly. Oh, nice! So you get you get the link right, right away for, right, for the right, soundtrack. Right. So while you're waiting for the book, you can digest the album, listen to the interludes when I'm when I'm um, actually uh, have interludes when I'm actually reading quotes and, and quotes and, and excerpts from the book. So you really kind of get into the mood it, before you even get the before book. you even get the book. You right. kind of get the experience. The, you get an audio experience. Right. And then later after that, I will be releasing an audio version of the book as well. Dope. So you get to just listen to me talk. Dope. <laughs> life. Um, so pets. let's play something from that project then, uh, right. Smooth D. Um, and I was telling Money B earlier, he has a, there's a bunch of folks that are on this project that are friends of the AM Caffeine show that have been on the show. May it be uh, The Outlaws, Hutch. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Raz. And my homie Raz. So that's the one I want to play because, I, you know, Raz is definitely one of the dopest MCs that. Oh, man. Raz go you, hard. You kind of. Still. You kind of <laughs> forget until you bring his name up. You're like, damn, yeah, Raz Cass is dope. Man, Razzy go. Yes, he does. And, and, and Razzy stays busy. You know, he, he doesn't sit still. He's forever working. You know, you. You might catch him in Europe doing an album with DJ right. such and right. such. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's over here with Doctor This and That. Right. And, <laughs> he, he did a song with us. Right. Yeah, he, yeah, he <laughs> That's sure what I'm saying. did. But, right. but, but it, it keeps him out there and keeps him relevant. Absolutely. So I, I definitely uh, respect and appreciate Razzcast for that. But let me 
tell you a little about this song. This Please song do. is um Gotta Love It. Produced by Maxwell Benson. Shout out to Maxwell Benson. Um, it features myself, Razkaz, Planet Asia, and Tri-State. Wow. Um, I do Planet Dynasty. Asia. I heard Planet Asia yeah. in a minute. That's right. And then on the hook is my man, VT. Um, VT is a producer from the Bay Area, from Oakland, and he's actually the guy that produced and sang on the hook of with um, Too, Too Short and E-40. Don't be acting like a bitch. Uh-huh. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. That's him. That's VT. So this is an all-star cast. Man. Right. Wow. He's got to love it. And it just show you, you know, we all vets in the game, but we still rocking. There it is. So let's get into this uh, this joint. Smoothie, I need to turn you up some? Turn me up, son. Have a good there it is. soundtrack. Check this out. Listen. From LA to the Bay, yeah, this beat got me feeling now let your hands touch the sky And put your hands up as we testify And everything we say is justified And I promise now if you're hearing mine, ain't the one you clown speaking absurd Just sheep lyrically, I break away from the herd While y'all turned up, I keep it even kill, even still Chad Hugo will tell you he for real Can't be no half man like a centaur in life a minute war If you ain't fighting, fuck you in it for I do it for the love of the craft, bitches that ass Did I really know Tupac while they shaking they ass? Keep it lit, yeah, I spit it for my old school partners I rock so these promoters keep feeding me vodka I do it now, mainly so my nephews and nieces know that's Uncle Ronnie, yeah, he could go I always stay aware, I keep my mental healthy You clowns posing next to treadmills, taking selfies huh? It's hard to know who we are When we get our news from Vlad, TMZ, and Worldstar It's bizarre Rap game on life, still creaming the crop From LA to the Bay, yeah, this beat gon' knock now let your hands touch the sky And put your hands up as we testify And everything we say is justified And I promise Rap game, something like the smack game Started off teaching, now my beats in the trap main Thought that was Perry that's faulting out the tap main Thought they was gangster, that dude fucking that main Ugh, and that's that shit I don't like But I love it when y'all pay Razzy the ghost right I love it more old on a dope flight, the rap in front of 30,000 people as I smoke mics. The Gucci belt, the V-neck nights, is coke white. 6,000 miles away from home, getting throat like, like, don't matter, just don't bite it. She wanna kick it like Manchester United. Reach our goals like tribe, but never divide it. The quest for peace, every homie I grind with. The peace ass, where's the love? But now the pussy ain't free, so homie share the drugs. Uh, listen. Rap game on lock, still creaming the crop. From LA to the Bay, yeah, this beat gon' knock. Now let your hands touch the sky and put your hands up as we testify. And everything we say is justified, and I promise. Chuck D made us all feel right at home. Before we hit the road, he talked to us about being a family, saying that lots of shit can happen on the road, which made it important for us to stick together. Watch each other's backs. So that's how we function. AM Caffeine Show. So money. Yes, money be talking. Sir. Money be that. What you're just talking about, all that is in the book. Yes, most definitely. Because oh, it all wow. happened. I got to get that book. Got to. Hype Man. Man, the Money B story. Get it right now. Like I said, the song you just heard, full soundtrack, free when you right. get the book. And the book is crazy anyway. So you just get like sure super you value. How long have you been working on the book? 
Um, all my life. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's funny because you know, it's it's kind of like I've done so much, and I got a story about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I'm never full of lack of words. You know, so people always say, "Man, you should write a book." Because I people talk. Oh, I remember the time me and such and such, or they be like, "You know him?" Yeah, let me tell you about the time we did this. Uh-huh. And people always used to tell me, "Man, you should write a book. You should write a book. Mm-hmm. You should write a book." Um, finally, then when I decided. Maybe a few years ago, um, a guy that was going to, because I knew I was going to sit there and write it. Uh-huh. You know, I just needed somebody that I could express and tell the stories to, and then they could put it on paper right. and make me sound sort of intelligent. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I uh, hooked up my man, Chad Coenson, and we, we kind of hit it off right away. And, you know, he he's a little bit younger, but he but he understands it. You understand what I'm saying? So we, we hit it off really well, and, and we kind of, put this thing together and I'm very happy about it you know and, and once again that's just going back not to be the be the dead horse but even in my book it's about my life but I can't tell you everything, everything. Right. you know and after I wrote it I was like damn I forgot to talk about this right but that happened so don't be sweating my movie <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffeine Show um, Money B rocked with us for this whole hour so smooth Yo. Um, wait, Money B, how can folks find you? Give, give me what's your social um, media stuff. Well, we over? Is it done? Nah, it's a uh, um at Money B sixty nine social media. Just Instagram. That, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, at Money B sixty nine. That's the best way to find me. Or you can go to Money B and Young or Money B Digital Underground Okay. And you know, I want everybody to look out. You know, we got the uh, Digital Underground T shirts. The so merchandise. The merchandising. You can go to the site, get that, or dumerch.com. And I got domains out this Right. Right. Um, <laughs> see. Also, you know, like I was saying, I'm moving into the the um the the cannabis world. You know, we got our own strain, which is a uh, strawberry kiss you back, and we got the, the mm. nose collection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Myself, <laughs> shout out to Cletus Mac. So, you know, if you if you're a connoisseur, definitely look out for that. Hey, you hustling, dog. You staying busy. Man, I'm out here working. You know, we got we got this project. We got that project. Um, I do so much. Right. You know, and also I have an artist that I manage, Lil Mikey TMB. And, you know, he's the new flavor. That's the future. Uh-huh. He's out of East Oakland, California. You know, straight from the streets of East Oakland, California. Whoa. Real what? deal. You know what I mean? And um, he out there rocking with, with the new way. So even when I'm gone, I'm still right, going to be rocking. There. You know, there look out is. for Lil Mikey TMB. His uh, new mixtape, Eastside Nino, is is out there right now. Go get it at mymixtapes.net, I believe, .com. So you're keeping yourself pretty busy, Money B. I am so, and I have a three-year-old. Wow. Imagine that. Uh, speaking about the baby real quick, what do you think about the Raiders? I'm a 49er fan. Okay, there that is. <laughs> How you like that? Uh, <laughs> what about Golden State? Oh, yeah. Town business. Okay. All day. Um, Dubs AMK oh, I heard show. we almost got Paul George Imagine um, that yeah, oh, Y'all would have hated us If we yeah, did that That would have been So been too much that, Overkill That, that would have been A little too much dude. I might have been upset That would have <laughs> been really. A little bit too much Not really But I would at least that acted like been I was a little upset. bit too much. I mean, Paul George uh, went to they OKC. They might as well just mailed us the damn right. thing. Right. Went to OKC. I mean, they still should mail it to us anyway. Yeah, because they, I, I don't see anybody. even Now all these super teams are trying to come together. Right. But still, you know, the, the top the, the the top of the echelon right now is definitely yeah, Golden go, 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 go State. And uh, they just picked up Swaggy P. He got so lucky. Left Swaggy P. You know um, what? I just like saying that. 
Swaggy, Swaggy P. P. I'm going to love saying that all year. Swaggy P. Um, I never watched him play, but I always said his name. Oh, it's okay. Every time I he's hear right. him. He, he, he's hit and miss, definitely. Yeah, I used to see him hit and miss. And miss, right. Because I'm not a Laker fan, so I wouldn't I, I'm I Lakers check. all day. And see, one I don't thing, check for that. One thing he will do is put up the ball. <laughs> he is not shy You're to not shoot. not afraid to right. shoot? No, not he at never, all. Never seen a shot he didn't like? <laughs> no question. Nice. So that it's going to, you know, see how that dynamic works with all the great shooters that Golden State has and then how that's going Well, you know, that, that all that means is that he's going to be open. Because yeah. you got, like, you know, you can't key in on Swaggy. Right. Because <laughs> right. yeah. everybody else on all, right. you know, is out there. So he's going to get that open look. It's going to be interesting. He's going to knock it down on Yank. Yeah. I am Kathy. I look forward show. to watching Swaggy yeah, I, I, P. I, I, I can't wait to see, you know, again. And saying Swaggy P more and more. <laughs> I'm a Laker fan all day, but I do like Golden State. So Do you? Yeah, yeah, I like Golden State. As you should. But Lakers all, <laughs> Lakers all day on mine. AM Caffeine Show, Money B. Man, uh, we might have to so, do a part two. We got two. so much Good obviously Lord. to talk about. The yeah, book, I, mean, I, I, the... feel, I feel rushed. I didn't yeah, that was an hour. That was an hour. I'm telling you, man. I, you got a lot of stuff. Do this. And um, you forgot about the Going Way Back show. It, it's on hiatus, I but you can still about that, yeah, Money B see, does radio right. as well. Money right. B does He's got show. some good ones, yeah, too. Money yeah, B does yeah. radio. That's my man, bad. I'm telling you, that's what I do. When is it coming back? Yes. Um, I don't know, but you can all you can go to go, uh, goingwaybackshow.com. G-O-I-N, waybackshow.com, and check out the archives. On the, um, go to the YouTube, YouTube channel. Right. The Going Way Back Show. All the interviews and stuff. Look yeah. it up and see It's interviews. funny because Smooth B, uh, Smooth B, Smooth D and I would talk about your show all the yeah, time. Smooth B, yeah. uh, Big Daddy Kane, Chuck D, um, he's stunting on Milk us and Giz from Audio 2. He's stunting yeah. on us right Dana now. Dana Dane. We had Dana. MC Ren. We didn't have Arabian Ren. Prince. Okay, he's done. Uh, Just Ice. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had I Just get Ice. That. Wow. Just Ice. Yeah, duh. Man, I get him. Right. Wow. But you see, that was, you know, like I said, though. That's from being in the game. Chill Rob G. Right. Who got yeah. Chill Rob G? <sighs> A. I do. Now, <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. We had a Curtis Blow. Kurt, hey, Kurt okay, fronted on me. Shout out to uh, Curtis uh, Blow. <laughs> I hook you up. We had yeah, Curtis. Yeah, hook me up. We I had know, Curtis. I, I know you're down with Jesus and all, but yeah. <laughs> mother. No, just okay. AM Caffeine Show. You got the joy to rest your day, Money B. Thanks so much for hanging with us, man. Giving us all those gems, man. At really Money B sixty nine. There it is. Hype man. Cap- the Money B story. Money B story. Buy my weed. Yeah. That's all I got to say. It's good. Strawberry. Wait, how, so wait, how do they get the weed? Um, It's going to be in your favorite dispensary. Okay. Very Ooh. legal. There it is. He's like, what? <laughs> let me see you in the see, back, see brother. See what's on my cataracts. AM Caffeine Show. <laughs> I mean, you fuck with I actually did bring a little bit of samples. So you see what it looks like. Seriously, though. You know, let me just show you. Because the the, the the casing, this is our this is gonna be our oil cartridges that go with the vape pens. Oh, wow. Very, very if fancy. If you don't do it, do it right. Uh, wow. Obviously, obviously we'll have the edibles. You know what I mean? Um oh, he ain't playing. No, we I have, heard the edibles we have ain't the, no jump cold. And then we have the extra virgin cooking oil. Which you can do a few drops in whatever you make. Bloop, bloop. Ooh, put, that yeah. your, put that in your chicken, huh? You can put it in your chicken. You have a great time. And it'll be some fun chicken. <laughs> it really would be. And just so y'all know, I know you can't see this. You know, 
Y'all not streaming like not streaming. Right. <laughs> but this is this is the cover of the book. Going away. This is hype man. The movie story. So nice. Man, I, you know I'm just out here. You working? I'm working, brother. I'm working. AM Caffeine Show, Money Be in the Building. You guys enjoy the rest of your day, man, and uh, make and, sure you follow him once again. And thank you guys so much for no, having me. No, thank you. Appreciate thank you so it. much. AM Caffeine Show, you guys Anytime. enjoy your day. Follow Peace. Money B, get your weed, and get your chicken right. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. No way. With the freaks of the industry, my man Money B. Oh, the freaks of the industry, and when you see us backstage, be prepared to G. Well, they say that birds do it, bees do it. Do it. Time to freak Money B gets to it, not a heavyweight, but I go 12 rounds with a jab and a stick. I'm going lick for lick, so give me the helmet, I'll be the stunt man. Just relax, and I won't front like Anita. I'm giving you the best that I got, and I'll be taking it slow. Never missing a spot. Yes. Just caressing your back with chest to chest. She kissing on my freckles. I nibble around your ears before I suck up on your neck. Oh, money, bitch. Yeah, that's what you'll be screaming and creaming. But it's not a wet drink. It's the real. The freaky dog, Doc Nasty. Never letting the kitty cat get past me without picking it up, petting it, teasing it, taking it on home and pleasing it. Cause we're the freaks. Of the industry, use a freak money, babe. The freaks of the industry, and when you see us backstage, be prepared to cheat.